2: Hi everyone, I'm Cheryl Butler and you're listening to the Mighty Mommy's Quick and Dirty Tips podcast, which will help make your life as a parent a little bit easier and a lot more fun. Welcome! Today's episode is number 588, Five Essential Tips for Handling a Defiant Toddler. Because defiance is the first essential skill listed in every toddler's job description. And today, I'll share five simple tips to help you respond calmly and positively to this important stage in your child's development. If you're feeling at wit's end from dealing with a feisty toddler, here are five straightforward tips that you can use to soothe and redirect. One, don't lose your cool. Two, frame requests in a positive light. Three, practice positive reinforcement. Four, turn no into another option. And five, respond with empathy and set clear limits. Here we go. Your morning has been a near success. You managed to get your older child to preschool on time, despite her last-minute decision to take a black Sharpie and draw a smiley face on the front of her white blouse. The dog came in from the rain the first time you called him, and only one kid balked when you served oatmeal for breakfast. You'll take it. Then... Just as you sit down to relax with your second cup of coffee, your two-year-old decides he wants to wash his toy trucks in the toilet and refuses to budge when you sternly tell him the toilet is not a car wash. He hurls his swept vehicles at the dog and runs away from you. Goodbye, near-perfect morning. Hello, meltdown. If you have a toddler in your life, scenarios like this are so relatable. But the good news is, Your toddler's just doing what comes naturally. It's his job to be oppositional. Toddlerhood is the period in your child's development when he begins to understand that he can exert some control over his own world. In her article, Toddler Misbehavior and Defiance Improves with Positive Discipline, Maureen Healy, author and expert on highly sensitive children, says, The act of defiance is displaying an inordinately high level of emotional intelligence. Your children are actually listening to their inner wisdom. So in other words, when your spirited toddler throws a fit and says no when you ask him to take his trucks out of the toilet, fear not. He's exploring and he's trying to exert his independence. First, keep in mind that some toddlers are by nature more likely to be oppositional than others. Three of my eight kids were much more stubborn and challenging early on than their siblings. They had intense personalities and were more high-maintenance than the rest of my brood. As they got older, though, they were better able to manage their tempers. But until that happened, I had to learn how to navigate their rebellious nature. The key is to find ways to show your child how he can be in control and make his own choices in positive ways, and without driving you to your breaking point. So try my strategies here that will divert challenging behavior and help you keep calm. And an important note for you, if you suspect your child may have oppositional defiant disorder, otherwise known as ODD, you need to seek some guidance from your child's doctor or a mental health professional. So let's talk a few strategies. Number one, don't lose your cool. The most crucial first step to dealing with a defiant child is not to lose your cool. Defiant toddlers lack the resources for knowing what to do next. They're looking to you for guidance. This teachable moment can show your child how to respond when she's experiencing a full-blown emotional crisis. Although it might be your first reaction when your child's having an explosive outburst, don't let yourself get riled up and yell back. Kids feed off the emotional atmosphere around them. So if your angry child sees you reacting in anger, you'll just keep that heated momentum going. The best thing you can do is to remain calm. Don't snap when your little guy is testing the waters or trying to drown you in them. When one of my kids would rattle my cage, I immediately reached for a soothing mantra to help me stay in control. So say something to yourself every time you feel your emotions rising. It can be something like, stop, breathe, or slow down. My favorite is, this too shall pass. Whatever words will help you, take that moment and go through a list of priorities. I even have a mental picture handy, my happy place, so I can calm myself down. I think of a beautiful beach, complete with a comfy chair, a refreshing drink, and my favorite book, just waiting for me to come relax visualizing a happy outcome helps calm me down quickly. And best of all, when you keep your cool, you not only diffuse the tense situation with your little top, but you also set an excellent example for managing anger. Now, the next thing you can do is frame your requests in a positive light. Most parents can sense when their child is going into tantrum mode. Before they can even engage, They tense up and become rigid. This tension can cause them to say things that aren't helpful and may even make the tantrum worse. So when you're about to ask your child to comply with your request and you know she's going to have strong feelings about it, try to frame the request positively. Instead of demanding something, try offering a fun incentive instead. So the demand would be, there's no way I'm taking you to the park until you pick up your toys. But a request with an incentive would be, Hey, as soon as you finish cleaning up your toys, we can go have fun in the park. When you keep your requests positive, your child will be more likely to agree.
0: Escape to Ocean City, Maryland, and discover a place that just feels lighter. Where every day feels like Saturday, and french fries are a food group. Where flip-flops are always in fashion and seafood is always in season where the boardwalk is bustling and the beach is right outside your door where you can rise with the tide and feel like a kid again. Ocean City, Maryland, somewhere to smile about. Book your trip at Oceocean.com.
1: At Best Western, we can't promise you the perfect family beach vacation. We can't promise that it won't rain or that you won't get a sunburn
2: Number three, practice positive reinforcement. Most parents are familiar with timeouts. When a child misbehaves, you remove him from the environment where the inappropriate behavior occurred. The forced break from the activity and all things fun can be an effective way to stop some problem behaviors. Here's an example. If your two-year-old decides he doesn't want to help you clean up his blocks and would rather throw them at you, you would calmly tell him, No, we build with blocks, we don't throw them. And then gently, without anger or emotion, move him to another location and redirect him. Timeouts redirect bad behavior. It's important to have a plan for reinforcing good behavior. So when things are going well, practice communicating that loving emotion and praise. If you observe your child calmly playing with blocks, you might say, wow, you made a huge tower. I like how you're playing quietly and building so many nice things. As a result, the child gets used to feeling good when he's well-behaved. He'll also quickly catch on that it doesn't feel nice when he's acting out and doing something wrong. By making the connection between good behavior and good feelings, the child becomes motivated to keep his act together. Number four, turn no into another option. A toddler's day is filled with no's. No, you can't have cookies. No, you'll hurt yourself. No, you're too loud. Be quiet. When your child does something wrong, your first instinct might be to yell no or stop, especially if she's in danger of getting hurt. But unfortunately, because we parents say no so often, eventually our toddlers tune us out. The word no doesn't hold its power. While no is certainly appropriate at times, no, you can't play by the street because you could get hurt by a car, young tykes need the opportunity to hear yes or at least have the ability to make positive choices. So try to be conscious of ways to shift a no to an enlightened opportunity that allows for a yes. So a no statement would be, no, you can't play by the street. But a yes statement would be, the front yard is too close to the cars that go fast let's blow bubbles on the porch instead. When we get into the habit of redirecting with a positive alternative, we create win-win scenarios for all. And number five, respond with empathy and set clear limits. When you make a request that you know your child isn't going to like, be sure to validate her feelings. As parents, we often skip this step and go right to setting the limits. And for many children, it's these first steps, empathy and validation, that help them respond calmly. So try following these steps. Start with empathy. When you skip this step, children often pump up the volume to show you louder and stronger just how upset they are. This is often when tantrums and defiant behaviors start. So keep your language simple and direct. I know you don't want to stop playing in this great fort we built today. We've been having so much fun. But it's time to have a bath and get ready for our nighttime story. Now you're going to set the limit. If she doesn't respond, repeat yourself to show that you've set a limit and you won't back away from it. It's time for your bath now. You need to get nice and clean after playing outside all afternoon. Use language your child understands. Keep it short and sweet and non-threatening. And don't bargain. Now you need to enforce the limit. If none of the strategies above work and your child is still giving you a hard time, now you must calmly but firmly enforce the limit you just set. But give your child some sense of control by giving them an option whenever possible. The option you give should still lead to the outcome you're looking for, a cooperative child who takes a bath. You can start getting undressed for your bath or I can help you decide. If your child resists, then without anger, Gently pick her up and start preparing her for her bath. In a soothing tone, you might say something like, I know bath time isn't your favorite. I understand. Let's get you clean and ready for your bedtime story. Or you can just try talking about something totally unrelated to the tantrum to stare the exchange in a positive direction. Hey, did you know Daddy bought some new bubble bath this week? Let's go see how big the bubbles get. No matter the challenge, Calm, cool, compassionate, and consistent responses will take the edge off most tantrums and redirect the defiant behavior that's a hallmark of toddlerhood. What have you been able to make a win-win situation when your toddler tries to test the waters? What worked great, and what would you do differently next time? Join the conversation and share your thoughts in the comments section at quickanddirtytips.com slash mighty-mommy. Or you can interact with me on the Mighty Mommy Facebook page or Twitter. You can also email me at mommy at quickanddirtytips.com. Listen and subscribe on Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. I hope you can join me next week for a special podcast on balancing your professional life with motherhood. I'll be interviewing Tamika Isaac Devine, author of Think Like a CEO. like a mom the pursuit of work and life integration this professional mom powerhouse has lots of amazing insights and tips on how to achieve a balanced and happy work life all while juggling the job as mom as always thanks so much for listening this week and until next time happy parenting
0: escape to ocean city maryland